I'm good to read if you are. Um, I have to get my baked turtles real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. I'm really in the munchy phase. <laughs> Hey, buddies. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Hybel study. study. The only time where the terms God and stoned actually lead to a good time. If you haven't listened before, awesome. We are a couple of former Christians. And what we like to do here is hash out what more realistically could be happening in these Bible stories. And ultimately what these characters might have been experiencing while living through all of this. Because we still know that there are great spiritual takeaways in this big book. But those have been muddled in way too much dogma for 2,000 years now. So, feel free to get your Bibles out, follow along. Or like in church, just listen and take our word as fact. Her name's Mary, my name's Justin. Now that that's out of the way, what you having today? I, um, I had a little bit of a cherry, let's see, cherry cookies, uh, drip cart. And then I decided I needed to switch to a sativa. So I got some green crack. And, um, yeah, I'm going to hit a little bit more of that. <laughs> Thank you. I left my green crack cart in my coat pocket, and mm -hmm. it was upside down, so all of the distillate melted to the top. Well, <laughs> yeah. so now I'm trying to heat it over my candle and get it to go back down. Okay. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> there we go. We hit the sweet spot. Keep it over the heat while it's going. Or I'm going to get a bunch of air bubbles. A few hundred years ago, and they would have called you a witch. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I had I, I rolled up um, some of the lemonade ooh la la. And <clears throat> that's that's like a an instant favorite of mine. Can't get that around here. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you found something you really like. It's fun to have mm -hmm. those I, uh, those exclusive <laughs> strains that you like that you can't actually get normally. Then they're really special when mm -hmm. you do get them. They are, and but it's like it's it's super dry, but it like explodes when it's ground. So I'm like, I don't know if this will be enough. I had way too much. I had to use two papers to make sure I had it held in place, <laughs> and then it was canoeing all weird. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I like when when you get flour like that that looks dry and then you grind it up oh. and it looks like kinetic sand and feels like kinetic sand. Oh, that's the best. Didn't really feel like didn't that feel like at it. that point. No, Fair. that's why I didn't think of it there, I guess. Fair enough. Sweet, we got that rolled up nicely. That means it's time we refer to the Bible. Our current study follows a possible chronological order of Jesus' ministry throughout the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. This is episode number... Three. So last we left off, Jesus met John the Baptist. I think we gotta take a little flashback and take a look at who who John the Baptist was now. Yeah, he seems like some important guy, so seems reasonable. <laughs> okay, so then we're looking at that starting in Luke one, verse five to twenty-five. Just like as an overall thing. Um, this start to Zacharias finding out like about John 
sounds more like the God of the Old Testament than when Joseph found out about Jesus. Yeah, I agree. It de- it definitely does, especially with Gabriel. I was like, damn, he's like a bad motherfucker in this. Holy shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, not there yet. Because <laughs> it starts right out with that, but then I have a note here. It, it seems like it tries to focus more around him actually being someone already important. Yeah. No, I can I can see that. Um, totally. Proposing that they also led sinless lives. Like, this is something, if you, you know, follow all the commandments, mm-hmm. then technically you'd be without the sin. And so they did all of this, and then they were sinless too, so... You know, they were worthy to have this kind of important child. Fair enough. Using God's plan for the respectable, blameless people to have that very important child. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have a note for that same area, too. Yeah, go for it. Um, my, My study note pointed out a similar thing in saying, like, Elizabeth and, and Zachariah were righteous and they were blameless in all commandments. They were good people and they lived by God. He was a priest, come on. <laughs> but mm-hmm, they still yeah. had no child and that goes to show that it wasn't because of some sin that they didn't have a kid and that you can be barren without there being some other reason, some ulterior mm-hmm. reason. I just I never took note to that or really noticed it before. I thought that was interesting. I feel like that's not, it's usually the opposite that's in most stories and things like that. It's like a a curse because they did something wrong, something like that. It's not a lot. I was going to say, you don't get a lot of that, but I feel like in like a lot of like modern TV drama, whatever, that's a common thread. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. It's always, what did I do wrong? Why did I, what did I do to get me here? It's like, well, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes bad things just happen to good people, and it sucks. But that's the crazy thing about life. It's chaos. There is no order. There is no plan to it. But learning to to just kind of vibe with that chaos, that's mm. what gets you through it. I like that take. So what did you... What did you have next? Uh, next was verse 10. Verse 10. Did you have anything before that? No. So, okay, I'm going to have to actually do a little research here. Be- Wait, oh. actually, technically, yeah. I'm wrong. I have verse 9. Go for it. <laughs> okay, so 9 was, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. Now, I read that more as like, that was his lot in life. That was what he had to do. He had to go in and do that. And when I went in there, there just wasn't any. And then in my notes, it's like, it's a privilege of burning incense that would happen only once in a lifetime of any priest. Uh, that changes the story a lot for me. And it didn't, it didn't seem like how this would be written if he got the chance of his light time so i was like trying to look up like you know like lot like it's just your lot in life and that was like used around the time king james version was written and i'm gonna stick with that fair yeah 
So my note for 10 was, what is the hour of incense? Um, well, I looked it up and it, it was uh, done each morning and each twilight every day as a regular offering to the Lord. Yeah. So it's just when there needed to be incense, there was an incense there. I just guess I wanted to know the significance of it. Oh. The, the incense, like what makes that an offering to God? They would burn the incense at the altar as a regular offering. And it's the use of the, the word as. Huh. Oh, this is for Exodus 30. Oh. But it's still really cool. But I mean, and it's probably still very similar. Yeah. It was a special incense that God gave them the recipe for. Was it? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it. It says God gave the recipe for making the incense and stipulated that no other incense was ever to be burned on the altar. Oh, special as in like, that's just what they're supposed to burn there. Not like special for, this is for this specific event. So I guess that is the significance. <laughs> it just wasn't as fulfilling as I was hoping it would be. Oh. <sighs> like. I think it's more just because God appeared to him while he was just going about his day yeah yeah good point oh <laughs> but but gabriel here he talks a lot yeah he's something all right he you really don't like him i don't dislike him i just think he's he comes off no. strong oh okay <laughs> and aggressive i also want to know who's remembering what gabriel said for luke to write it down hmm that's an excellent question yeah, who passed that information along to him? Mm-hmm. Like, I get, okay, something like that. Sure, that's burned into Zacharias's head forever, but he's dead. Yeah. He's told some people, and who knows what it is from then. That's crazy. I didn't think about that. I keep thinking about that every time it says when an angel tells someone something. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of times it's the people that you can't really talk directly to to figure out what they were told. Interesting. So, what was your next thing? Uh, let's see here. Um, 15. For he will be great before the Lord, and he must not drink wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. Okay. Why couldn't John drink alcohol? Why? He was, like, that That was never a sin in the Bible before. It was a sin to become drunk, not a sin to drink. So why him specifically? Like, even Jesus was, like, even Jesus drank wine. That's a constant thread. There's been a lot of, like, alcoholic-type stuff added to the Bible. Like, don't go and do that. And then there's also been, like, Samson was also kind of used, like, with that because not even that could take him down it was just his hair like yeah i don't like that because it's very mixed signals that's why you have so much divide in the church because there's so many <laughs> mixed signals this is just one of many examples but you know Mhm. but he was gonna be filled with the holy ghost already didn't we just have to find out that jesus got it after john baptist he had to like he had to be born with it. Yeah, and what then the hell? He had to give it to Jesus, and then now he got it. Is that what happened? Is that how the Holy Spirit was transferred? I'm thinking so. Yeah, yeah. 
Damn. Jesus was just a millionth customer. <laughs> I was seeing that as like, a, you know, he's a child of God. He's filled with the Holy Spirit, much in the same way that every time you meet a pregnant woman at church, you know, her baby's filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's that's exactly, yeah. <laughs> All right, just overview of what's happened here. Gabriel tells him he's going to have this super important son. All these things about him. He's like, okay, hold up, hold up. Do you know how old I am? Do you know how old my wife is? Like, <laughs> we're not, I, I, how do I know that this is real? <laughs> and then Gabriel's like, the fuck? Did you just question me? That's it. You're mute. <laughs> you can't speak until this is done. So, good luck. He's like, no talking for you <laughs> till that baby's here. And then you'll have, you know. A whole bunch to talk about, but my thing is, like, he's punished with such a severe punishment for being cautious about his family and not immediately trusting this this vision, which, let's be real, how, how many visions do you think this guy has had? It probably <laughs> seemed like a hallucination to him. You see some angel come before you? And they tell you that you're going to have this child that you haven't been able to have your entire life that has made you less desirable and kind of worthless in society. Granted, he has other things going for him as a priest, but, like, there's still that label on him. Childless. So it's like, mm -hmm. that that could easily be perceived as a hallucination. And because he didn't just go right right into... To trusting that he's he's mute for nine months. The fuck? <laughs> Gabriel's a hard ass. But yeah, I mean that's that's just more that that's the big thing. It's like, yep, this is the the same god as before. Don't listen to me. Like I'm gonna like whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm just doing what I'm gonna do. I, Here we go. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to hear questions. I want to see you doing what I told you to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I did find it interesting how in 18, how Zacharias phrased it when he was responding to him. I'm an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. That seems like, I don't know, he's just, I don't, I don't know if he saw his wife greatly at that point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know how many years we've dealt with this shit? She was gonna give me a baby, it would have happened by now. He's over it. I think he's just emphasizing his wife's age too much. Oh, yeah. More so than his. <laughs> I agree. So how old do you think uh, Zacharias and Elizabeth were? Um, I would say... I don't remember how old, how long people lived back then, so I, I want to say, like, late 60s, early 70s. That's my guess. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, like, they'd be 60s, because that would just seem, like, you know, ancient, because they're stricken in years to, to all these other people that are still running around before they die, because they're all dying early from sheep accidents or something. Yeah, But sheep tradition accidents. narrates that they're, they were 92 years old, because they had to advance it when people were 
you know, living longer. Whoa, 92? <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't imagine trying to pop out a kid at 92 years old. Yeah, no. that like, Your hips are going to no, break in the process. No, what in their right mind would do that? Th- that's a punishment to the lady. <laughs> Thank you They're for like, being... I'm going to get something good in this world and you're going to... I'm going to have to use you for it. Like, you're, you're just fuel. I'm going to have to burn you out. Look, man, magic comes with a price, okay? It does. To use that kind of magic to bring some, such good into the world, she's got to suffer. So, Well, he... then, most guys choose, like, younger women because they have more energy. Why Why an old Because she has, has to no suffer. He, they just, he just wanted the most suffering. I mean, like, he's a god of jealousy, it would make yeah. sense if he wanted a little extra suffering. That just sounds like petty. So then after that, he just, he gets the incense and he leaves and people are like, what took you so long? Yeah, he, they're like, what the hell? My Bible had another note. That is, again, they're just going beyond a step. It's like, they marveled that he took so long. The people probably wondered if Zacharias had died. Oh. It's like, I... Maybe if it was that old or something, like, you think he died getting it? It's taken a while. Like, maybe, but... Oh, no. Like, are we trying to fit in, like, a little bit of a comedy routine in here? I don't know. Because <laughs> that's not something I can take, like, really seriously. Yeah. And then they're like, oh. Like, that's... He had a vision? <laughs> well, he couldn't speak to them. Yeah, but mine says that but... they they were able to tell that it it, it looked as if... Huh. Yeah, they realized he had seen a vision. Yeah, he was, you know, doing charades or whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> Trying to learn how so to communicate like, okay, now. Whatever. We're doing this now. <laughs> Baby, no speak. <laughs> he's. They're all just like, oh my god, he's trying to eat babies. What the fuck? I also think, like... He's just dumbfounded by the idea, too, though. And he's just not speaking because he's just over and over in his head, just like, I can't have a kid. It's too late now. Like, I, I can't be doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. It's like, here you go. You're old enough to be a great grandfather, but have a baby. <laughs> All yours. Great grandfather? Yeah. At 60? I thought you said he was 92. Traditionally, but. I'm sticking with 60 as my guess. Oh, okay. Well, if we're sticking with our guesses, then yeah. Still, yeah. regardless, that is like, don't give me this thing. I want to relax and have a peaceful end of my life. <laughs> Not raise a human. Mm-hmm. And, and your knees just don't bend the way they used to, man. No. I didn't really have any notes for the rest. Hmm. Um, um, I did. Go for it. Well, in 23, he gets to go home for a while after working in, in the temple. And then in 24, and after those days, like he, when he returned, his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months. So they weren't pregnant yet. They didn't, like, that, that wasn't like uh, when Joseph was being told, like, there's already a baby. This is like, you're going to have a baby. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you better get home and do it or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, better but, get to it. Babies take time. <laughs> Who knows how long that would take? Because mm-hmm. typically doesn't happen on the first try. 
especially when you live in a time where we don't know about ovulation cycles. Okay, so then it's Luke chapter 1, verse 57 to 80. Ooh, the birth of John the Baptist. My first note I have is um, for verse 63. It was explaining that they made signs to him and they brought him a tablet, a carving tablet to write. Um, Cause right now, like it, at this point, Elizabeth has given birth. Um, they were expecting his name to be his father's name. She was like, nah, it's gonna be John. They were like, you're whack. We're gonna check with him. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you you can't possibly be right, woman. No, no one else is called that. Like, yeah, let's check with the. Father. Yeah, that's not anywhere in your family. Checking with the father because clearly <laughs> the man knows what's best. So and clearly because the man couldn't talk, obviously he would just want his name. Yeah, like that's the good default. Let's just do that and get him on the yeah. way. So so they uh, they asked him. They they signed to him to ask, and they brought him the tablet i guess i'm getting ahead of myself because my point with 63 was just that (laughs) he's still mute at this point and he's also deaf at this point so he's deaf yes that's why they were signing to him that's what my note says at the bottom because gabriel said nothing about like making him deaf too or the reading never even said he was either but more just like you're talking with your hands more like name for baby and then he'll be like uh paper <laughs> give me paper that's fair <laughs> but yeah that's i got that from the the note in the bottom of mine they were saying that he was deaf <laughs> and mute so i was like oh that's interesting what i don't get is uh, i have a note for 60 in my bible mm-hmm. it says john the name means god is gracious like it just if that's such like a general meaning name, why is it that like it's not a like they're like that's not a name? Yeah, it's a name, but it's not a name from your family. That's not how we do things. Like, oh, what's wrong with you? you? Gotta keep it. So, how did they get new names? Uh, I don't know, man. Marriage. Fair. So you go into marriage to to get yourself a new name. <laughs> yeah. want to be able to use the name jacob so let's come on <laughs> let's go find me a jacob <laughs> um but yeah then my next note for uh 64 which i'm getting to in my whole long spiel about this thing because he's he you know they signed <laughs> to him they brought him his tablet thingy so he can write it and he wrote his name is john so they were all like shocked they were like all right i guess his kid's name is john and uh and then 64, he can, I just wrote, hey, he can speak again. Um, <laughs> his tongue loosened is the verbiage I have. <laughs> and he just went on to bless God. And he talked and talked and talked and talked and talked. Again, who's remembering what he's saying? Yeah. But before that, like, after he was, like, after he could speak again, like, Verse 65, just like, and fear came on all that dwelt round about them. Like, why why is it that it's fear that was the first thing? Like, oh my gosh, a god really did this and he had to go through and have a child at an old age and name it John to be able to talk again? Mm-hmm. They're like, fuck. Apparently that was the familiar. Don't. He's like, you gotta go get her pregnant. You gotta make sure that kid gets through. 
And then once it gets through, you got to name him John. Mm -hmm. So maybe it was more of a curse because it's like, crap, we got to get doing this. (laughs) And you know what? You didn't believe me? You can't talk. Extra hard for you. (laughs) (laughs) So now he is just relieved. He was like, oh, gosh, finally. Fucking thank God. (laughs) Yeah, my my next note I have is for the beginning of Zachariah's prophecy. Zachariah's... Mm -hmm. Um... So I'm just going to read through the beginning of this part. I have, well, I guess it's not the beginning. It's most of it. 68 through 76. Um, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. And he has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from old. But we should have been saved from our enemies and we should have held all of those who hate us, to show the mercy promised to our fathers, and to remember that his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our father Abraham, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him in all our days, and you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High. So... I have this part, this part in particular, like this section of it, I've heard this used so much by, by people like, like my my stepdad in particular, just people using this as an excuse for war today in, in the 2010s and in the 2020s and going to war with current Israel enemies and so it's just interesting to me seeing the context of this prophecy that that i've heard the beginning of so many times because i never knew it was for this that it was related to this and that it was part of this story of john the baptist being born i had no idea and i feel like that's just really 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 stretching to try and use it in the context that they are yeah but it still has that jewish flavor well, yeah, I and I get that, but also, yeah. like, that's not what this is saying, though. This isn't saying let's let's go in guns ablazing and start shooting people, shooting anybody who disagrees, mm-hmm. because this isn't condoning violence. This is saying God will protect us from this. That's not saying that we need to become vigilantes. We we've become a vigilante country. Oh my God, we come in and take <laughs> care of everybody else's problems for them usually do more harm than good but yeah so i uh yeah i think that's interesting hearing the context behind it what it actually means versus what i've the context i've always heard it in i don't i don't know if i ever actually like heard that before really really yeah i think i I honestly don't really remember this so much like earlier so it just seems like another like yay god i think i've only heard it as much as i have because Um, I have such a right-winged father who listened to such right-winged media outlets. So that's, I just But also was, like, more involved with religion, though. Yes, yes, also very involved with religion. Okay, because those first two points. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel you. Very, very, um, firm in his beliefs, in his religious beliefs. And 
very conservative. So I think just having that combination of things and like the the radio, well, why can't I think of the word? Just the radio DJs, essentially. Not even DJs, because they're just, I can't think of it. They're just talk shows. Radio hosts? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, he would listen to some really intense ones. That's all I'll Rush say Limbaugh. on that. Oh, yeah. yeah. He loved Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> yeah. Loved Rush Limbaugh. My grandma does, too. Yikes. Yeah, but if that's... I mean, I, I guess... Yeah, that's what I was around a lot growing up. So, <laughs> I've, I've heard it so many times. Because anytime there's any sort of, like, issues in the Middle East, it comes back up. Every time. Anyways, that's all my notes. Oh, that mm-hmm. is? Okay, well, where you ended, it's kind of like where my next one was. Because it's like, in 76, And thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. And I feel like, did John the Baptist grow up always feeling like he's just the sidekick? Oh, because absolutely. at his birth, his father looked at him and say, like, you're here to make it easier for another guy. Mm hmm. Absolutely. He will always be Robin to Batman. And uh-huh. he's always going to have to live with that. Always had to live with that. And I wonder, like, what his life was just having, like, just just what he had to deal with with that. Yeah. In the same, like, in the same kind of way I wonder about Jesus' siblings, like, that uh-huh. would suck. <laughs> like, he... Well, th- that's even, that's even more because it's, they don't even matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they don't even get mentioned. <laughs> They're all like, man, he's just going out there calling just anybody's brother. He has no sense of real family. <laughs> and it ends with another little, you know, anime ending, too. Yeah, they always do. Mm-hmm. I guess we can count on that. The only other thing I'd be interested in trying to get in here in the same episode before we, like, go back to, like, where we were before, but, like, you know, be done with this episode, mm-hmm. is uh, the section called Preparatory Preaching of John the Baptist. So it's like, you know, here's his origin, here's what he's done, flashback, now we're with him and Jesus again. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. So, um... For that, for the next part, we have Matthew, Mark, and Luke all talking about it. Ooh. Not John, he's kind of quiet. <laughs> yeah, John is kind of quiet. So, so Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 to 12. The Mark chapter 1, verse 1 to 8. Luke chapter 3, 1 to 18. I didn't really have a lot in this. Um... My only note is silly, but... I didn't really have a whole lot either, but I did, like, a lot of checking more. Mm -hmm. Verse 4, 1,000%. He is an anime character, and, like, (laughs) I just have this whole scene playing in my head of, like, all this unfolding. Like, you you see it pan up to him, and he's wearing his... he's, He's got his, uh garment of camel's hair and and a leather belt around his waist and he's just you know nomming on some locust and honey it's he's just wandering around and you know like (laughs) 
the the scene when they're introducing a character like when they yeah and they um they like just kind of follow that character up to the point of them meeting the rest of the characters that's like the kind of scene that's happening here and uh it just <laughs> makes me really laugh because he's just this like crazy guy who's living in the woods and yeah to me it, that that was that was the strongest point was Really, this is just a man who's screaming about the end of the world on some trip out in the woods. Mm-hmm. We get this picture of that man. How? Why are all these people coming to him and being like, oh yeah, of course, your way is right. He's just got some really good drugs. Apparently. He's like, oh, sure, we gotta get dipped under some water now? Okay, come on, we'll do this here. I got Thank you. And that's, you know, why Jesus saw the Holy Spirit afterwards. Uh, what kind of, what was really in that water? But, I mean, that that also, it's like, okay, this crazy man is dipping people underwater, and the Pharisees are coming out to, like, figure out what's happening. And I guess Jesus, that that's about the time, you know, when we talk about Jesus was there, and he's, because I guess, because he kind of hangs out with them sometimes, even though they all hate mm-hmm. him. And then he's realizing, like, okay, maybe this isn't a good guy to, like, keep having around. I don't know. Like, a coked-up man talking about the axe is coming out. We're going to chop down those trees that aren't good, and we're going to throw you into the fire, and you're going to be baptized yeah. with fire and all this. It's, <sighs> he's, uh, and then uh, Jesus came out, and so it's like, um, here, let me settle this down. So he's like, uh, here, okay, I'm, I'm that guy. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll take it from here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. He, he's like a henchman talking about like the level of violence. They're like we're gonna just rip them apart. Come on! And then, <clears throat> then Jesus mastermind has to be like, settle down now. Yeah, yeah. he's that <laughs> henchman who takes it a little too far. Yeah. We're gonna tear him to shreds, boss. We're gonna tear him to shreds. <laughs> I mean, this this could be Matthew. Thing with uh, this uh, with. Mark 1 to 8. John's not the, the crazy wild man talking about the end of the world and killing a bunch of people. John's the chill hippie that's like, you gotta just do this stuff, man. And so he's... I think I saw him as the crazy hippie who lives in the forest before, though. It's a different level of hippie. Fair. That's fair. Because this, this is the one that I can now more see people going like, oh... You know, what's going, you know, and listening, be like, you know what? He kind of has a point. <laughs> he kind of has a point. Kind of. Because the other, I can't imagine people stopping and listening and be like, he kind of has a point. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I could see it. It feels just like a a, a forever live stream kind of. Mm-hmm. Like someone pop, like. One person is just like, what's this guy talking about? And then another person is like, well, they stop. What's happening? And like two people. And then just more people. And then everyone's what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and then he just dunks them in the water. And he's like, oh, okay, we're doing this, I guess. And then this they just kind of follow. you <laughs> like that, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't want to do anything wrong. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be my head with, you know, who knows what kind of issues i have (laughs) (laughs) oh okay aside from you know the beginning like 
I really do like the way that Luke writes or portrays situations. I feel like he goes into better detail and mm-hmm. like with this one specifically, he's he's talking to like he has all sorts of people coming to him to be baptized and they're saying like, well, what shall we do? And he's saying that you're a tax collector. What you need to do is keep keep doing your job, but don't ask people for more money. Don't take more money than you're supposed to. And and you stop being an asshat, you know? It's not cool. People don't like it. That's not how Jesus would live. He's just being a total like Jesus fanboy supporter guy. I don't know, man, but I I'm kind of digging it. Like he's just he's just all in this right now. It's just this whole vibe. It's it's like a music festival and if at, you know, a tent at a music festival just in the outskirts <laughs> where everybody's going to get their LSD. But, like, Luke was the only one that, that put this part in there. And because it was extra, it just seemed like it, it might have been added later as into what else he could have been saying. Yeah. Because after that, he still goes on and he still... This says his other stuff about like uh, like oh fire and brimstone, and I liked how it ended in eighteen with, and many other things in his exhortation preached he unto the people like he did this a lot. I'm not going on about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean the the way Luke portrayed him, he sounds like a modern evangelist to me. Yeah. Something that. We we keep going with though, and doesn't necessarily mention is that he's just alone. But I I believe he did have his own disciples, so he did have he did have people already following him. I guess I didn't realize that he had his own disciples. Yeah, that's cool. There, at at some point, spoiler alert: Jesus takes a couple of his disciples. He takes a couple of them. I don't know how it happens, but you know, which ones they leave with him. I, 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 I it doesn't say the the little thing that says it. Man, well now I really want to know. Oh, they'll have to figure out. That's probably in the next episode. Yeah. But there is this. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna repaint this picture. Yeah, go for it. There is this wild man that's been going across the wilderness. But there's also a multitude of wild men with him as well. Are they barbarians laying sieges to places and like, come on out here, pass our test and see if you're going to stick around or whatever. Grown up lost boys. And, and then <laughs> something, they're just, they're just pillaging towns with like this righteous crusade. Dang. And. You got pillaging from this? Yeah, I did. But it's not like he's, you know, they're not, they're not terrible pillagers. If what the, the, the part, you know, if don't be an asshat is true, because it's like, you know what, y'all suck. We're taking down this, this area. And then they're like, no one's in charge. What do we do now? He's like, keep doing what you did before. Just don't be an asshat. Yeah. Just don't be an asshat. <laughs> do your job, but don't be an asshat. And Jesus was like. I'm not cool with this. I'll just do his test and get the fuck out of here. Yes. 
It's like, man, my cousin's fucking crazy. <laughs> I can't let anyone know I'm related. Yeah, I gotta get the fuck <laughs> out of here now. Did you have anything else with that? I did not. I had one more thing. Yeah. Let's see. For 3-9 with this, uh, just, just a note that was in the Bible. Um, Let's see. The Pharisees were answering to John, like, we have Abraham to our father. And what they're saying for that is that because, like, Abraham did this stuff, which that, because Abraham was their father, that made any of their prayers acceptable, help them and more, cleanse their sins, appease them in the wrath of God, and assure to share in God's eternal kingdom. I'm That's sounding more like it got to a point where... It, People were living sin-free lives in a way that just is like they just didn't care about their sins because they were of Abraham and they were fine because apparent in the note it says, consequently, the people were startled when John and Jesus preached the necessity of personal repentance. Like, for people to be startled at that, that, that has to be a people that just couldn't fathom, like, just dealing with their own shit. Yeah. And that seems like it's very, like, geez. I don't know if that's more, like, puts more of the, the pool of, like, metaphorical thing in the Bible or more of, like, a realistic thing to have. It's, like, this whole civilization of these people that believe because they're of Abraham that nothing they do is wrong. Like, how long does that survive? Yeah. For real. Because at the end of the day, like, like we've been saying since this podcast started, these are, like, these these are people we're talking about. They have feelings, mm-hmm. thoughts, desires, and they have a conscience too. They have to know that if they're doing something wrong, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think that that would last very long. And it's uh, a note talking about like the whole well, we have Abraham, so. We don't have to worry about stuff kind of thing. Yeah. Do not trust in your religious ancestry, however good it may be. You must personally have a right relation with God. And that is still, like, don't just trust the Christianity that you grew up with in church, technically. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, that's still the religious ancestry. That's... That's tr- the tradition that's that's taught. <laughs> Dang, that's an excellent point. Because if you just follow in your ancestors' steps, how are you going to learn what God wants you to learn? That brings us up. What John was, John the Baptist may have been doing. Yeah, he was out in the woods. He was, he was doing those baptisms. Man, he was living him's best life. Okay, so anything to say at the end of this one? Um, I'm really glad that we decided to go through John the Baptist as well because he is so heavily overlooked, I feel. Like, people know and respect his his uh, standing and who he was and his importance, but he's still just overlooked in the stories. It's just like, oh yeah, John the Baptist this, and then, uh, and Jesus. So I'm glad that we... <laughs> Stop to smell the flowers, uh, you know, stopped to learn about John the Baptist and who he is, and uh, yeah. I feel like I have to know more 
because I don't have a set image of him in my mind. I don't know what kind of man he was that Jesus had run into him and like what happened. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're missing a picture of who he is too still. But I also mm-hmm. feel like it still gives me a good look into the dynamic between Jesus and, um, well, himself. Because, I mean, when you think about these two, they really should have grown up together. They should mm-hmm. have. But it sounds like they did not whatsoever. Nope. And it makes you wonder what would have happened and would Jesus's ministry have started sooner had they grown up together or been close sooner well when they were younger interesting i don't know it's hard to say because we got the universe where jesus like if they were supposed to be growing up together then they did grow up together for a while and he got tired of it and is like i don't know i don't know about this i think i'm gonna go stay in jerusalem and uh hang out with the teachers (laughs) No, just sign it off. Yeah. See you later, pals. Catch you later. Hey, buddies, Mary here. If today's episode sparked something for you or you have questions for us, send us an email at thehighpriestbiblestudy at gmail.com. You can stay up to date on new episodes and merch releases through Instagram or check us out on Facebook if that's more your style at The Hybel Study. That's at the H-I-G-H-B-L-E study. Check out our subreddit, r slash the high priest, for references to some things that we've talked about in various episodes, as well as some memes. We also have a threadless shop, shop.thehighpriest.show. There's almost always new merch popping up there, so be sure to check back regularly. If you want to and can responsibly donate, but have enough merch, buy us a coffee. Buyusacoffee.com slash the H-I-G-H-B-L-E study. You can donate once, or you can choose to donate monthly. Money donated helps us to improve the show and make it better for you as the listener. Or, if you want to just make it all that much more simple, all of these links are on our website, thehighpriest.show. Every link I've already mentioned, as well as some different platforms that you can listen to the show on. Rate us and leave us a review, we'd love to hear your feedback. And don't forget to subscribe so that you get notified of new episodes directly from the platform that you listen on. Besides, it's that much easier to share with your friends when it's at the top. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate you, and I'll catch you in the next episode.